Hey, this is my pre-recorded announcement reminding you that you can subscribe to the podcast on the platform that you are listening to it on. The podcast Secrets of the Art World is now available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you. This episode was originally recorded in 2019. Welcome to my podcast, Secrets of the Art World. I'm your host, Matt Gleason. And what I do here is we talk about art from the perspective of the inside and the outside. I've been doing a series, which I will continue in this episode. Who is the artist of the decade? I'm recording this in November of 2019. There are less than 48 days left in this decade. The teens, the tweens. 10, 11, 12 weren't teens, but we're going to call them the tweens. I, somebody suggested that. <clears throat> it was a decade from 2010 to 2019. Many artists came, many artists went. Who was the artist of the decade? How does one define artist of the decade? What? Well, we're going to talk about an artist uh, today who had a lot of impact many years ago and still has impact. Uh, and this decade seemed to be a culmination of many years of this man's work. The man in question is Albert Olin. You know, it's spelled O-E-H-L-E-N, and he's from Germany. So if it's not Olin, if it's Olin or Olin or something, there's no umlaut in this one. So I'm just saying, I'm calling him Albert Olin. Most people in conversation I've had conversations with here, I call him Albert Olin. Anyway, represented by Gagosian Gallery, he's had a couple shows here in Los Angeles at the Gagosian Beverly Hills branch. And so we've had a front row seat to his recent work. And uh, But going back, I mean, he first got notoriety in the 80s. He was sort of a German David Sally. Remember David Sally from the 80s? See, now David Sally was big in the 80s. Albert Olin was kind of like the David Sally of Germany. Where and and to to sum it up would be like a, a person who just takes the paintings were um, imagery, different styles of painted imagery, randomly juxtaposed with each other, kind of creates this visual cacophony. Similar, it's like a painting that uh, changes TV channels. <clears throat> so, I know a professional podcast wouldn't have me going, <coughs> but I'm doing this. For you, I'm not doing this to be professional. I care about you, not professionalism. Okay, this is all for you. So, uh, now David Sally, we haven't really heard much from him from the 80s, but uh, Albert Olin continued to uh, push to his credit and come up with new, uh, new ways to do his investigations. Uh, to really sum up Olin, and this is a rarefied, sophisticated artist. This isn't something that I can just blast out on a podcast and say, see, they're blue and there's some stripes in it. You know, you can't, this is this guy goes beyond a lot of that. Um, and yet, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Uh, by this decade, he had really kind of 
seized upon a way to make abstract paintings that were failures as abstract paintings and yet were not um, relying on any of the tropes of abstraction that has, has come before. Um, so in this regard, maybe we could call him like he was the German version of David Sally in the 80s. Maybe he was the German version of Mark Grotejean in Betweens. Anyway, uh, here's some quotes. I just want to give you some quotes about uh, Albert Olin from over the years, just to give you, so I don't have to sit here and ramble and approximate. These are some really spot-on discussions. Uh, Charles Saatchi's website really goes into uh, his paintings. Their self-consciously brutal surfaces seem to be corrupted from within, a perversion of the paintings they might have been. That's a good way to look at it. They, they have an element of deconstruction without being uh, literary or theoretical at all. His work offers a raw confrontation with the deficiencies of visual language. He doesn't use paint to convey meaning, but rather to explore the possibilities of the medium's function. What is the function of a painting? These are, you know, pretty big concerns. You know, they're beyond an essay, beyond what one painting can surmise. Um, a purely abstract fabrication, boldly exposing its own construction. Olin presents an image of breakdown, painting in its most agitated state, clawing for meaning and reason. So uh, these are very poetic, good ways to describe them. I, I was impressed with the description. If you look at enough Olins, I think they, they kind of go, go through it. And um, Gagosi in his gallery points out that he is perhaps best known for his embrace of bad painting. Alongside his many rules, he allows a certain awkwardness or ugliness to enter his work, introducing unsettling gestures, crudely drawn drawn figures, visceral smears of artificial pigments, bold hues, and flesh tones. In this way, he attests to the infinite combinations of form made possible through painting and shows that these combinations can be manipulated at the artist's will to produce novel perceptual challenges for the viewer. The issue, of course, is once an artist establishes a beachhead with a new way of looking at art, looking at subject matter, a, a new visual language. And here Olin's trope is that he's destroying painterly tropes. Um, a bunch of artists kind of follow suit. And so this was a decade that started off prior to the hyper-politicization of the second half of this decade. The first half was uh, summarized great by the excellent art observer Walter Robinson, a great artist in his own right, who coined the term zombie abstraction. And a lot of that can be traced to Albert Olin, making paintings that have this kind of physical end of painting in them. And so you have a lot of uh, painters follow these sort of um, dead ends this decade. And a lot of them made a lot of money on a hyper-speculated market. Uh, that it kind of has come and gone three or four times this decade. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so Albert Olin prese presents us with a conundrum in that the artist's job is to go beyond what is predictable, but what if the only thing that is unpredictable is just mild passages of painting styles that we know kind of turned on their heads, so to speak, and representing something completely different than what 
they intend to, what they classically intend to, these tropes. Um, <clears throat> you can get lost in these conversations, uh, and, and it does sh show the limitations of what, uh, not only what painting can deliver, but what can be discussed. Uh, suffice to say, Albert Olin is, has an absolute masterful touch. He could have been, you know, any type of painter. The fact that he went this bold, uh, you know, and edgy, he's, he's like the raw edgy dude. It speaks to some sort of accomplishment. The fact that he isn't just churning out this signature style of uh, paintings that he made at one time or another, that he's constantly looking for new things is inspiring. He's had a great impact in the market. He's had paintings sell for over $7 million at auction. And as much as we, you know, don't want to believe that the market should control the dialogue, or <laughs> some people would say even influence the dialogue, the fact remains that this is an artist who has had ex big museum shows, extreme exposure, and uh, that has led to his influence on a large portion of abstract painting especially in this decade but uh fine art in general and as such we can't leave albert olin off of our list and if i'm mispronouncing your name albert i apologize to anybody else academics or dealers i don't apologize and i apologize to albert olin's family but um you can't leave him off a list of this decade now this leads us into a discussion since albert olin does have art that you know, kind of makes you think about the, the ponderous edges of painting. Let's talk about the ponderous edges of artists of the decade. If we're to look at the 1950s, we certainly could say that Jackson Pollock uh, would, I don't want to say unquestionably, but, you know, the 1940s, 1950s, you know, the fact that Pollock died in 1956, if you made the decade of 1946 to 1956, no artist innovated and changed art as much as Jackson Pollock. And yet, if you looked at the 1950s, you might you know, from 1950 to 1959, one could argue maybe perhaps Robert Rauschenberg uh, was the artist who, who actually changed art the most uh, by then. Um, and then how do you not mention Willem de Kooning? But then we don't want to do top 10 lists. We want to do the artists of the decade. The thing is, everybody I just mentioned, de Kooning, Pollock, Rauschenberg, in those decades, th these guys were, you know, they were not <clears throat> the biggest stars Pollock was controversial and mocked for most of his career. And so when we, we talk about Albert Olin having, uh, you know, this sway in the market, there could be somebody now that 50 years from now, <laughs> people will say, oh, well, that was obviously the artists of the tweens. While these pretenders like Albert Olin and Mark Grochon were making these kind of paintings, fill in the blank. And I know if you're an artist and you're listening, you're probably saying, yes, that was me. Yes, me. In 50 years, they'll say, obviously, me was the artist of the decade, right? So, <laughs> so sure, of course, of course, in 50 years, we'll, they will wisen up and they will listen to archives of this podcast and laugh at me for not recognizing you and your genius. So that's the nature of this exercise that we are buried in until I can go through about, I got a list of about 20. I don't, I don't want to give out the exact number here. So, so some people I'm booting some people, I, I, Albert Olin, he was kind of on the bubble because he was such an established name, but he's had a extreme influence based on his visibility with Gagosian and, and museum shows this decade that uh, he really, uh, he really changed the way that a lot of uh, uh, painting was discussed. Um, his, his, his career, so the second wind of his career has had a huge impact on the uh, 
international art market and the international art dialogue. And for that, Albert Olin is certainly a candidate for Artist of the Decade. Tune in again when I do this for more Secrets of the Art World. Thanks for listening. This episode was originally recorded in 2019.